Torax. I, and I know this probably didn't come through in the audio unless he implicitly stated sub sub paragraph A. Um, if you're reading this and haven't figured out I'm messing with you a la Monty Python style with this inanely stylized email, then surely you are not a hoopy frood who knows where his towel is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one in a while. <laughs> this is a presentation of Don Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 55. Happy Trolladays, it's a wipe. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash book. That's bit.ly slash book. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I hope he makes me loaded. Brazia. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. What happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life and you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 55 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Saturday, December 21st, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-joeys. Breja, how are you today? I'm doing much better now. The year almost over. I can start playing again. Yes. Yeah. The, the whole um, healthcare stuff. That's been so much fun, hasn't it? Oh yeah, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll have so much time back to myself after January first. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Well, hopefully not too much time. Because, oh no. Because no. there is such a thing as having too much time to yourself, and that's called, uh, you know getting laid off which seems to be happening right now with a lot of companies out there so um, yeah i'm hoping not (laughs) yeah i don't know what what it is about christmas i mean i know it's you know the end of the year and they companies like to you know start off the new year with kind of a fresh start it's uh it's such a terrible time to do stuff like that i i know the company that i work for um about a month ago just well was it a month I guess it has. It's been, the weeks have been blending together, but we laid off, I think, close to 8,000 people. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, I've been in other companies like that, usually financial industry. That's just a way to to ruin everybody's Christmas. Yeah, bah humbug. But, um, Jen, how are you? I'm doing good. And my little laptop's doing good too, so I can record today. Yay. So, what, what did you get? Um, let's see. It's <laughs> I'm still learning this. It's do do do. It's a MacBook Air. It's oh, not okay. The, it's not the newest one. It's the previous one. Um, I'm basically working for Barter for someone, and this is kind of this is my payment. So I'm pretty excited. That works. Yeah. Wow. It's it's a great as deal my, of work I'll be doing starts. in return, but um, it's totally totally cool. I will work for barter sometimes. No problem. 
yeah, get, getting a laptop out of it, that I, I would say that's a pretty good payment. I mean, yeah. obviously it depends on just how much work you're going to have to put in to have earned the barter. But Well, I'm going to be I, editing I, um, three books from this author. So, uh, yeah, it's all good. Well, MacBook Airs are pretty expensive, so I, I would still say you, you did pretty good on that. Especially yeah. since it came in up front, so that works. I know. Well, it yeah, helps well that this played. person is a good friend of mine, too, so um, oh, <laughs> makes everything a little nicer. Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we are not joined by our fourth musketeer today. Um, he's having internet issues due to the inclement weather. I, I'm still kind of wondering what that could be. I mean, what's what's that? What's this snow stuff? I mean, I didn't have to mow my yard because it's really cold, so the grass isn't really growing a whole lot, but it, my yard did look terrible thanks to my neighbor's tree and all the leaves that had fallen down, so I kind of needed to, you know, at least pick those up, and I don't really have a good rake for that, so what better way to pick up leaves than to use a lawnmower, right? Exactly. I mean, I'd use it, but kind of, you know, I'd just be throwing around snow right now. Yeah. I don't think but, it works the same way. Yeah, I don't think lawnmowers... I don't think they do double duty as a snowblower. No, no. It just makes a big mess. So <laughs> <laughs> most of it's melting. I heard it was going to get up to almost 50 around Christmas. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I know. It's, har- it's really horrible, especially after like the zero degrees we've had for three weeks and the big storms we had the last, you know, for, we had at least two this week. Yeah. Uh, now it's all melting. Yeah, well, I, I don't like miss that. I do not miss all the weather y'all have. You know, I think y'all had it worse <laughs> than I did in Illinois, but still, I do not miss it. Oh no, we had some people visiting from Northbrook, Illinois, for work, and uh, they were very happy to be here because it was actually warmer over here at ten degrees than it was back in in uh, Northbrook. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Wait." We're in short weather out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're from Illinois, especially around, like, Chicago and all that, yeah, 50 degrees is short weather for sure. Oh, good grief. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago, This the valley was experiencing its own little um, cold spell where it was dipping underneath freezing temperatures in the valley. And I would go out to San Francisco, and it'd be warmer in San Francisco than it would be in Sacramento. And that was that was very, very interesting. Because <laughs> then I'd get back to Sacramento and be like, oh, my goodness, this is terrible. My my California uh, blood, it, I need antifreeze or something. So <laughs> yeah, I go think buy you, some I think you got to grow up somewhere cold to kind of, you know, really handle the cold. To really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, it, it gets to 40 degrees. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure right now Medros is up there saying, yeah, you guys are all... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know what cold is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that that's that's why we that's why we pay so much to live in California. It's for the nice. weather. Yeah. Of course. But let's, let's move into Diablo because there's actually quite a bit of amazing news that we need to get to. Uh, well, well, we'll start off with our weeks, of course. But... Uh, um, Jen, how, how is Diablo running on your new laptop? It's running really nice. I was a little concerned because when we went to install it, it had something come up that said your system doesn't have what it needs to run it. And 
we ran it anyway and it worked out just fine so <laughs> so that's oh, pretty that's cool yeah so i was playing the uh, d3 chocolate as we call it on the show here um and <laughs> you know because i want to get my demon hunter to 60 anyway by whatever means that ends up happening and uh she's a level 46 she's still in nightmare somewhere um i can't remember where she left off and then shortly after that, I got into the Reaper of Souls beta. Yay! Yay! <laughs> awesome! Yeah! Yay! Yeah, I'm really excited. Welcome to the family. I know it's so cool. I'm just like, oh my god, beta! You know. Um, so wait, wait, wait. I I rolled a Crusader in the beta because why not? And uh, she's now at level 15. And I haven't really had that much time to play because I've been uh, getting some work done so I could take some time off over the holidays. And she's already at 15, and she's uh, going through the storyline, you know, return the first piece of the sword to Deckard Kane. She's kind of right around there right now. And I've only found one bug so far in the few mm-hmm. hours I've played, and it was weird. It was... Um, I was in one of those uh, one of those crypts in the Forsaken Cemetery looking for the crown, and I went up the stairs, and there was a gold um, uh, wretched mother and a couple of zombies up there, and so I went to attack, and it was as though right at the top of the stairs along the wall, it's as though there was an invisible wall in my way, like I couldn't move forward oh. across the room, but they could, <laughs> and so they kept coming over, <laughs> and I'm standing there like waiting to strike you know until they all died i thought maybe well if i kill them all i can move but no and you know i'm just stuck in this corner and so i'm asking people in the beta in the uh the community chat or whatever it's called general mm-hmm. chat the, general, yeah, chat. general um, chat um that's the word i need uh i'm like how do you guys get unstuck has this happened to you and somebody said yeah i've had it happen i said well what do you do and they said well you use the portal i'm like i'm going to get the crown i don't have it yet <laughs> you know? yeah so, um, yeah, so what I had to do was basically shut down my computer and try again. And when I got back in, it landed me in New Tristram, and there was a portal to the Forsaken Cemetery. And right. I went, oh, cool, I'll end up right at the same spot. No, it dropped me right at the waypoint. So there are right. skeletons mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay. So I lost the progress on that, but not the experience. I don't know. You I don't know, know if anybody what? else had that happen. Oh, that actually um, brings up an interesting thing. Uh, or an in- interesting point. Um, I've noticed that in the cemetery of the Forsaken, there are a lot more skeletons in that little little area. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's because there's a bounty there <laughs> when when you're doing adventure mode, and when when you get a bounty to kill a unique, usually you also have to kill forty or fifty monsters in the area as well. Well, you know, in live currently. You, you go to the cemetery of the Forsaken, and you know maybe there's a pack, you know, with the uh, skeleton summoner, and mm-hmm. potentially maybe an elite pack. But that's about it, you know, just a summoner and, and a pack of skeletons, and that's about it. No, in uh, Reaper of Souls, there's like three or four summoners, and just like not hundreds, but you know, tens there's of tons. skeletons. It just fills yeah. the screen. It like feels like the Jar of Souls event, you know, especially if you drop in on the waypoint. There they are. You know? <laughs> yeah. In fact, yeah. if uh, Paragon leveling wasn't so excruciatingly slow in Reaper of Souls as it is currently, um, that would be a great area to jump into just to clear it out, you know, for a good amount of monsters before you go down into the Weeping Hollow. But 
Well, we'll have to see how things balance out with the next patch of the beta. But um, yeah, there's been so, a couple of patches. Like when I got into the beta, um, I'm at the point where you have to like play through the storyline before you can do the adventure mode. Mm-hmm. So yep. I haven't I haven't had a chance to do adventure mode yet, but I, I figure I'll get there eventually. That explanation of yours does explain why there were so many skeletons in there. And as you go through the storyline, when you go into the Forsaken Cemetery, before you even get to the point where you like open the gate, there's three or four skeleton archers shooting out at you. And that's mm-hmm. new. You know, it's that's like right. there's a lot more stuff there. And I, I love it. I love that whole area anyway, all the crypts and all that. I just think it's fun. So I'm having a good time. Um, and other than that, I got into the Hearthstone beta too. So I've been playing a lot of games. A couple nights ago, uh, Lantonio was in the Hearthstone beta and kind of, I, I don't know, I guess it motivated me to reinstall Hearthstone. So I did and played him and Jamie. And then I just, you know, I was trying to level up my rogue deck so that I could at least unlock all the basic rogue cards and, and all that stuff and came across, uh, well, I was playing the computer, but the computer AI in the Paladin in particular, th- that deck is just redonkulous has all these secret cards and they all cost one mana gem. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Needless to say, I've had another falling out with Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just recently, you know, like I said, I just started playing that and you start with the mage deck, right? And uh, I've gotten the mage deck up to level 10 and I've unlocked the paladin deck and man, that was hard. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. I think the only way it worked is I just kept trying over and over and just playing against the Paladin deck with the AI again and again. And I randomly got a role where the AI deck didn't have like all those little special things pop up immediately. I think that's mm-hmm. the only way I got through. Yeah. 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 RNG sometimes really hoses you over in Hearthstone. But yeah. Brazia, yeah. what have yeah. you been up to? Oh, man. So, obviously, with all the work, I haven't been able to play very much. Because what I do is I'll come home, I'll log on at 9 o'clock, 9.30, and I'll mm-hmm. fall asleep five minutes later. I wake oh. up and my guys are dead. Again! <laughs> oh, no! Right? Like, wow, big surprise that happens. So, oh, last night was hilarious because I came home. Um, I'm on here about 9.30. The other boys are on the other computer playing StarCraft Two. I start playing with the Witch Doctor and uh, Reaper of Souls. And I'm going through, and I'm having a good time with it. I don't even remember what happened, when it happened. I just, I've, like, cleared out a couple of events. I'm still running through the city. And all of a sudden, I, I'm like, I wake up maybe an hour later, and my guy's dead. And I'm like, guys, why didn't you wake me up? And it's like, oh, you just look too peaceful. It's like, <laughs> but my guys are dead. And I'm like, well, th- we figured they weren't going anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, guys. <laughs> so, <Aww>. yeah. <laughs> It's been kind of like that. But what I have played, I was able to get my Demon Hunter, uh, I think I've already mentioned some previous show, up to 60. Woo-hoo. Now I'm working on my Barbarian. There you go. My Barbarian is now finally up to 54, so I only got six levels to go. And I can finally start doing Paragons again. I'm one of those people that have to do everything in a certain way, and then I can move on to the next thing. And I have That's why I have not touched my Paragon leveling. Ah, uh, I see. But I actually, the early levels... Um, of Paragon leveling for my Witch Doctor has not been that bad in Reaper of Souls. Obviously, I'm not as far along as you are, Nevik, mm-hmm. but I really, you know, it didn't feel like that um, going from three to four to five was really that difficult. 
Oh, no. No, the Paragon leveling and the beta, uh, well, early on, is really, really easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what I'm gathering. So, I mean, I, I think they're still going to be making adjustments, but wow, it was great to hear that good news the other day. I'm sure right. we'll talk about it later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. As long as you average two levels a month, you should be fine by the time uh, March rolls around. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't think that'll be much of a problem. No. No. But, um, so what, what, what do you like about the beta? I mean, um, the, clearly, have you gotten your witch doctor up to 70? Oh, no, no. Actually, that's what it is. <laughs> That's why it seems like it's going so quickly. <laughs> so, so you're like 63, 64? Yeah, I'm around 63. I think I had gotten up there before they did the wipe. I had um, I was just playing the Crusader. Mm-hmm. I got the Crusader up to like 26 or 27. It just in a couple of days. I mean, it, it was only playing a few hours each day. Um, it just seemed like the leveling for the Crusader just went by so quickly because I can mow down everything. And once you have hammers, boy, is that fun. Those are really fun. Yeah, I agree. And the, the thing is, I think um, you even mentioned it on Twitter a little while back when they did the reset, they also took away the ability to do the mm. adventure mode until mm-hmm. you actually completed the game. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. oh. I really like that. Um, I mean, it took my that was part of the reason why I moved so quickly with the Crusader through levels because I just ran the adventure mode. Right. And I was able to, you know, just keep grinding mobs out, and it was fun because it was kind of like I need that little carrot just far ahead, enough ahead to get something like it, the bounty, and then you know at the same time mowing through things. I don't want to do the same thing over and over and over. Right. And at least it, with the adventure mode, it feels like I'm not doing the same thing over and over. It's, it's a little bit more of a purpose to it because at least I get these little shards, I can turn them in for something, stuff like that. I'm kind of one of those players. I'm one of those players that Blizzard always talks about in their games where, oh, we want to make sure that there's something for them to reach for. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really enjoying it. I love it. It just feels like, it feels like even though it's the next game, it's kind of like the next step of the game where we're not go- we're not missing anything. It just feels like, boy, I'm coming back home again. Mm-hmm. I like that feeling with, with Diablo. It really feels good. It feels like it's going to the place where it, we wanted it to go before Diablo 3 came out. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, that's good to hear. Um, my experiences uh, with the beta have been uh, multifold. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> they, they've kind of ranged the uh, the gamut of emotions. Uh, after, after the closed beta happened and we got the wipe, and I, I was hoping for a wipe, you know, because um, arguably... The progression in the friends and family beta was way tuned. It was tuned way too high. I mean, it was just, mm-hmm. it was too easy. I mean, I was face rolling Torment 2 um, by the end of the friends and family beta. And that, you know, that was, that lasted what, maybe two weeks, two and a half weeks, something like that. Yeah, if if they had left it tuned that high, oh boy, people would, people would have gotten bored and would be complaining on the forums. Well, actually, they're already complaining on the forums. There's always complaints on the forums, <laughs> no matter what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when the wipe came, they did gate adventure mode. And I remember uh, Lantonio and I, we asked about this, about the gating of adventure mode. And they were toying with the idea of, you know, making you do the campaign or possibly what we were hoping for, that the adventure mode would be unlocked for the acts that you've completed. And, you know, you complete the act and then you can do adventure mode in that act, you know? 
Well, they, they decided just to go with a simpler unlock mecha- uh, mechanism, which presented an issue for me. And I, arguably, you know, this is a very, you know, um, I, I guess you could call it, quote unquote, a personal problem, you know, just a preference of mine. I don't want to spoil the Act 5 campaign until I'm actually playing the game come March 25th. <laughs> you know, I can understand that. I saw that point of view right away as soon as you said it um it's like i kind of want to you know have that fan, it, that romantic idea of i'm playing through the campaign at the same time as you know th- thousands upon thousands of other players are going through it at the same time you know i i don't want to experience it and then you know come march 25th you know be like oh ho-hum you know just go through the motions and blow through the blow through the act you know I, I i don't want that to be my first experience live you know i i just don't you know like like i said you know a lot of people are were giving me grief you know like oh well you know i would love to be able to test the game it's like well yeah that's that's fine but at the same time allow me to test the game without having to completely ruin the game because testing the gameplay mechanics you know the loot drops you know everything outside of the storyline you know that that's separate it it should always remain separate from being gated from doing the storyline because i mean people folks out there believe me blizzard has enough internal testers that the story mode is going to be plenty tested They, they don't need a closed beta or even a ptr to test the story for them no they have enough internal testers believe me i i used to be one and well not at blizzard but you know i used to be one of those qa testers for a game company and yeah they they don't need us to do that what what they what they're doing and i you know don't i i wouldn't say that this is you know proof or not proof that's not the right word uh anyways you know they're they're testing they're they're testing using the PTR to get feedback from us. And they probably gated the adventure mode just to, you know, see how people would react to that. You know, how would people feel about, oh, I have to go through the campaign to unlock adventure mode. I I would almost wager that that was an intentional design decision decision going with the closed beta upon initial launch. So... Mm -hmm. Well, also, though, with that, um, if you unlocked, like, if when I got in, if they had that unlocked, I would have gone right to adventure mode. Okay. Right. Because it's new. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried it yet. It sounded exciting at BlizzCon, you know, so I would be checking that out first. That would be my priority. But had I done that, I wouldn't have my Crusader in the crypts finding that bug. Right. You know, so, I mean, I can kind of see maybe... I don't know. I've, I've never tested games like professionally or anything like that, but um, I could see where there might be some value for them to try to get people to go through and find the bugs. Maybe. Yeah, there. But I, I mean, with the existing acts, they've been play tested more than enough. I mean, now, granted, I have run into the same issues where it seems like there's a lot more clipping problems. I, I've noticed with the geometry in the world, uh, especially with like knockback enemies. Oh my goodness, and Waller. Oh. Yeah, those two combinations typically get my wizard into a little bit of a pinch where um, it in live, I think she would move fine around a corner or not get trapped on some weird geometry in the world. 
but for some odd reason in the Reaper of Souls beta, they I, they may have made some alteration to how uh, collision detection works, and that's causing slight little issues. It I, it's got to be that kind of problem with uh, wizards teleport because sometimes you can teleport through walls, sometimes you can't. It's very very strange. But needless to say, there was a workaround, and I have to thank Mr. Monstrous. Um, who's monstrous d3 i think is his twitter handle on twitter um for the suggestion of having somebody who's already played through the act 5 campaign load up a campaign game at the end of act 5 uh you know the very last quest and then pull me in so that's what i did oh (laughs) that's a good uh, idea yeah that yeah that that way i didn't have to spoil the storyline for myself and yet still be able to test the game as I would prefer to test, you know. So I did that and promptly got my wizard up to level 70. And um, wow, progression is so much slower now. It's arguably it's toned a little too low, um, especially on the drop rates of legendaries, because I think Jage tweeted last night that he played for six hours doing adventure mode and only had one legendary and one legendary plans drop. And he was doing, I think, Torment 2. Wow. Or maybe it was Torment. But um, yeah, that's that's a little low, especially with the whole buying on an account thing and not being able to trade legendaries except with people in your game. It seems a little um, unnecessary to uh, slow the progression down that much, especially since, well, well yes. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I thought I remember hearing from developers that pretty much the last thing that they work on are the numbers on the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. which would be, you know, how much can drop and where it can drop and what it looks like, you know, I mean, how much of it there is. I think that right now they're just more concerned at the gameplay and is, um, right. are the things that do drop, do they work correctly? I mean, we're probably going to see plenty more passes before March. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I guarantee it. And again, it was yeah, a very intense... Yeah, it was a very intentional design decision to lower the legendary drop rate so low that way they could get some feedback on um, you know, how Torment feels you know, with a much slower progression. Um, that, that way people weren't able to just face roll Torment 6 you know, within a day or two. You know? And without Crushing Blow, that's definitely not possible. But hey, there's another combination of legendaries that um, allows you to face roll Torment 6, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it involves with uh, freezing enemies and then having a... I think it's a sword that can shatter frozen enemies. So, oh, geez, that oh that's really fun. Good. Yeah. Wow. So it makes monks and wizards really, really useful for doing torment six. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, like, and they have come out and stated that, yeah, the tuning is low on the legendaries right now. And they didn't implicitly state that it was completely intentional, but I know it was. I mean, they were getting a lot of feedback about torment being too easy and it was because the tuning was way way too high on gearing you know people when you could get a one-hand weapon with over 3000 dps i mean you would have over a million dps doing torment one and that's face roll oh yeah easily and my my wizard right now i think i think i'm doing about 540k dps and I wouldn't say Torment 1 is a face roll, but it's not too challenging anymore, especially since my toughness is over 6 million. And I think all of my resistances are at least 1700 or higher, which, uh, yeah, you kind of need it so that you don't get gibbed by stuff. 
Yeah, as, I bet. But uh, I mean, I noticed the same thing though. It's like I had it on the fourth level difficulty, starting out. Mm-hmm. With I think my, that's, uh, is that master yeah. or is that har- expert? I think it's master. Master, I yeah. Think expert yeah. to third. And I started out with that, just with my brand new Crusader when we first started the beta. And that was like from there. That's why I was moving up so quickly with levels. Right. Was, and I had, I was not giving it her anything. I mean, she was just picking up whatever she found on the ground. And still, it, was, it felt really easy to go up through things. So I'm kind of glad to hear that they've retuned it. So I want to at least check that out. But I know it's going to go through a few more passes before they even finish. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, we do need to test these things. We do need to let them know when it's not working or when we think it's, you know, too easy or too hard. And then they can start working around that. Yeah. Make and those numbers better. One thing that I'm also trying to keep in mind, because there's been, I I, I would say there's been a growing negative sentiment about the beta uh, with with some of our community members. You know, like I, I've talked with uh, Dread and a couple of other people and they're they're kind of, uh, they, they they don't feel great about the game at the moment, but it's all numbers tuning. And one one thing that I'm trying to keep in mind, you know, when when I feel a little, you know, like uneasy about how how things are going, it's like, you know, what whatever we get is not final. I mean, it it isn't like Reaper of Souls is going to launch on March 25th and boom, that's it. You know, that that's the game until the next expansion. No, that's that's not going to be the case. No, I I just hope that they don't repeat some of the same problems that they did with Diablo 3 chocolate at launch and have Era you know the hardest dip- <laughs> well yeah i'm kind of worried about Era 37 2.0 but well we can talk about that some other time but uh you know like inferno 2.0 you know remember getting to inferno and getting getting your face crushed <laughs> and then oh yeah and then you would finally get geared enough to get through Inferno Act One, and then you get to Act Two, and you get your face crushed. <laughs> and it's Torment Six, kind of. Well, Torment One feels like that kind of initially until you start building up uh, some toughness, because you definitely, at this point, um, need to focus on your defensive abilities. Or, well, maybe not abilities, but at least your stats. I mean, mm-hmm. you go into Torment One, you're gonna need some toughness. You're gonna need some healing because. Uh, with life leech gone if you don't have any kind of regen or life on hit or life on kill um you're going to be reliant on globes and potions and that's not going to be enough Uh, it's it's just not going to be so uh, you're going to have to it's going to be it's going to be rough for a lot of people i mean because right now if you're not in the beta and you're only on the ptr you only have access to master difficulty because torment unlocks at level 70 which kind of is um creating a new problem on the forums uh especially with ptr folks they're they're complaining that master is significantly easier than mp10 currently in live and yeah i I can totally see that and i do agree with them um that it master you know it shouldn't be as hard as mp10 because then then there's too much disparity between the the initial difficulties and that's what torment is designed for but at the same time, it's like a lot of these people are going with the mentality that, you know, they're not going to buy Reaper of Souls. So they, you know, they they they're going to lose out on being able to do, you know, difficult content because Master is going to be the only thing that they have available to them. Um, 
But my question to them is like, why wouldn't you buy Reaper of Souls? I mean, you're missing out on a lot that's being added to the game. Now, arguably, I still think that the it, you should be excluded from Act 5, the Crusader, and uh, what was the other thing that I stated? Oh yeah, being able to level up to 70. I, I think Adventure Mode should be baked in to Diablo 3 um, come the 2.0 patch, but you know, that's... That, that's I don't a, know that's if they're going to do that, though, you know? Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it, but... Yeah. I mean, but, it depends on how they tie it in, because if they tie it into the fact that you have to be 70 and into your end game, then, you then no, they're not going to put that exactly. Yeah. But if they tie it into your suggestion and others to tie it into every time you clear an act, well, then, yeah, they could add it then. Yeah, which I I still think it it would be a bone to throw to throw to the community that may be a little resistant to having to or feeling like they have to buy the expansion you know that without the expansion that the game's incomplete again um although some would argue that it that it's incomplete as it is right now because of the lack of pvp but now (laughs) folks let's not go there (laughs) but um it's like no it's just it's frustrating because i mean trying to think back to the days of Diablo 2 you know if you didn't buy Lords of Destruction you know what what was Diablo 2 like I I don't know because I didn't do that you know I bought Lord of Destruction day of and I I I have a feeling that this is just a lot of hyperbole and these folks are still going to buy Reaper Souls you know they're they're, they're not going to want to miss out on being able to play as a Crusader or five or level up to level 70 and you know it's just I mean it, it comes back to you know what are you expecting uh, if you're not going to purchase it why do you expect you should get it right I mean I don't understand that mentality well there it, it happens is... a lot no it's not just in the game right. I'm talking about in a lot of things that you just expect that you should be entitled to getting something that people are spending their time and effort working on mm-hmm. you know and that they're trying to sell a product part of purchase of Reaper of Souls should be you know, you're getting Act 5, that you're getting the new class, that you're getting the move to level 70. Uh, if some of the other things they're doing, like the Paragon leveling, uh, they've already stated it's going to be basically on, you know, it's in the PTR right now with Loop 2.0. I mean, they're doing those changes, which affect the base of the game. Those should be part of the original game. But anything that's a brand new feature of a game should be part of a brand new game. Right. I don't get that understanding. You know, it's like it's the same thing with you know World of Warcraft. If they're going to come out with Warlords of Draenor, you know the changes they're going to make to that game. I don't expect every single thing to be retroactively put back to vanilla. Right. If they're going to have new changes to the game, they're going to be because they're adding it to the new part of the game, the new end game. You know, if they if they can build it into the game engine, it's not like it's a completely flexible. You know, changing world. If it was, it'd be just like Diablo 2, where people create mods and throw that wherever they want mm-hmm. this game uh, from my understanding of speaking with people at blizzcon it really built itself into a vacuum and they're gonna have to build themselves out of it if they want to be able to do things like that and i think that's part of what their struggle is and what they're trying to do with putting it into the game you know that's why when you have looking at ptr and you're only testing loop 2.0 you're not testing a whole bunch of other things that doesn't come in reaper of soul because that's really not part of that game right the one difference that I, and this is this is typically the counter argument that a lot of these people are are making is um 
they feel like Blizzard is taking away the portions of the game and locking it behind the purchase of Rebirth Souls. Um, case in point, Master Difficulty will be the only difficult, the highest difficulty available to you come Rebirth Souls, and it is significantly easier than MB10. That's that's pretty much their rallying cry right now. Um, and the other issue is uh, Monster Density, um, because currently I'm, I it's hard to test this because I have the beta, so I experience the beta monster densities, and I'm not, I, there's no way for me to test just the PTR without creating a new account, a Battle.net account. There's no way for me to test specifically only the PTR. And um, much how, imp, you know, monster density works, it only works at max level in Inferno with MP1, you know, currently. Mm. So, I think the problem is is the new the increased monster density is locked behind running at torment one so what i did was um i created a game with uh, one of my level 60 characters because i have torment unlocked and i bumped it all the way up to torment six don't ask me why i did this i just wanted to (laughs) just wanted to see what wanted to see what it was like and i invited um jamie and uh oh, oh my goodness and torak that's right into my game and then i switched over to my level 70 wizard and so then we went out to the fields of misery and the monster density feels fine it well it's packed with carrion nests which oh my goodness what a pain in the butt especially (laughs) at torment six um plague uh the carrion uh little bats that um i'm blanking on their name but anyways they have 80 million health at torment six level 60. 80 million health wow even with my level 70 wizard in the game it took us minutes to kill one of those (laughs) and then uh i created another level 60 game at torment 6 and uh because we didn't come across any plague beasts or plague beasts not plague beasts uh savage beasts and i ran into one that has 230 million health points (laughs) So, needless to say, the health scaling at Torment 6 is off the charts ridiculous. So, if you had Torment available to you at level 60, I can guarantee that you would be able to experience a game that you would not be able to play. Because <laughs> yeah. you just you wouldn't be able to kill anything. Or at least not quickly enough. So, Yeah, so they, they need to figure something out on that one. Because I, I see your point now. Because, you know, I'm thinking of specifically, like physical things that are changing um that are adding to the game but when you're you're trying to shift the end game from 60 to 70 mm-hmm. you are you're right you are taking things out now that i i completely understand why people would be upset about that because i i'm the same way where if they're taking out something that currently already exists and you're not adding it back in or you're not maintaining that functionality then yeah you are taking something away from things that people already purchased right that's the problem i i i am completely on your side with that one and anyone else who says that about that because when you're taking away something you've already purchased that's kind of like stealing it back and i don't like that either so if they can figure out a way to allow 60 to be its own end game where it still has that monster density to it still has you know that power feeling like you're at mp10 you know maybe it's just this Maybe it's just as simple as they need to allow the X, um, sorry, that, that level, that final level, 
thank you. That the torment level to affect level sixty in the same way in a vanilla game or a mm -hmm. chocolate game. Yeah. Uh, I, I but, think I think the compromise is to allow torment one to be unlocked at level sixty, and that you have to hit to level seventy to unlock the additional torment levels. I think that's a fair compromise. I mean, it may not quite work the way that they're intending Torment to work because I think, I think in a way, Torment is quote unquote the new Inferno. It's like Inferno 2.0. Mm -hmm. So that's implicitly max level content. So it might not work, but maybe it could. I don't know. It depends on how it's coded in, too. I mean, yeah. if it's hard coded where they can't unlock it till 70. Well, then they're going to have to try to figure out a different way to have it come back retroactive. Maybe they take that expert level just before Torment and they boost it out. Like they, they give it several la layers of it so that if you're at one, you kind of like they did with Torment, one, two, three, four, whatever. They do that with the expert level. And then now, you know, one is equivalent to MP, two, you know, five and then two is MP10 and three is MP15. And then that's it. Yeah. You know, something of that sort. Maybe they can build it that way. That's a fair compromise as well. Yeah, that that might. I, I'm not sure if they have enough time to make that change going forward. But uh, I mean, <laughs> since we only have three months, essentially. <laughs> but uh, which speaking of which, you know what? Let Let's just get to that. Um, oh, and I played a little bit of chocolate. I got my wizard, my second wizard, up to Paragon 31, I think. So there oh. we go. That that concludes my week. So let's <laughs> let's just let's you know we've kind of danced around it and i'm amazed that we did it you know going forward into the show 45 minutes we have a release date and this is absolutely crazy i when, when i heard about this and then realized wait we're over three months out that's not that that's not blizzard's mo they never commit to a date you know that far out i mean mm -hmm. obviously you know auction house withstanding you know notwithstanding you know that that's a that's a different thing because that's you know financially related but that's crazy i mean absolutely crazy <laughs> i've never heard of blizzard committing to a release date three months more than more than two months out and yeah. well now now we can expect release dates what three months out no <laughs> i know but i mean that's the other thing how many people were saying oh you know march over the 14th or whatever when they're finishing up the um, auction house. Yeah, the 18th, you know, yeah. 18th, yeah. yeah. There's mm -hmm. going to be sometime around then. And a lot of people are like, well, no, it has to do with financial, which it probably does. But at least now we know that it's definitely not going to happen before. Right. And now, um, I mean, this isn't this isn't confirmation or anything, but it's le it's looking like the patch 2.0 patch, uh, you know, will drop on the 18th, and then a week later we'll have Reaper of Souls. Which That'd is interesting. Right. I'm looking for it. That's because really wild, you know. <laughs> they they could potentially drop 2.0 before that, but I don't think that they would because of the auction house still existing. And if you go, if you make that fundamental shift in gameplay, because 2.0 pretty drastically changes the game in terms of, uh, you know, just the whole bind on account mechanics. That would be your killer of the auction house right there, because then nobody would be able to put anything up except for a few rares that are not smart drops. And yeah, <laughs> so I, I think I think they'll give us a week to play with the new systems and the new like the wizard is feels so much different now. It's, it's great. I love it. But yeah, March 25th, we will have Reaper of Souls. 
I don't recall the date that uh, Storm of Light comes out, but that's but it's that, early February. Yeah, so that'll give us about a month, six. month and a half of lead up before Reaper of Souls. So that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first <sighs> heard about the release date, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like checking sources and trying to trace back. Like, where did this info come from? <laughs> is this somebody like on Twitter going, yeah, man, this is the release date. And everybody went, oh, my God, and just bought it or what? You know, but it turns out to be legit. Yeah, I yeah, remember I, um, I I hopped onto Twitch and King Kronger had uh, as his banner, like his, uh, I'm not sure what you call it, your banner whatever you know naming your feet or whatever kind of anyways uh he said um date confirm reaper souls date confirmed and i was like wait what wait what and then uh (laughs) and then i went to uh blizzards actually i think i went to diablo fans and they didn't have anything posted just yet so then i went to the official diablo 3 site and that's where i saw i was like whoa (laughs) that's crazy awesome I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself now because, uh, I mean, three months is not a whole lot of time. And I yeah, honestly no thought I honestly thought this beta was going to probably go six months. And that's definitely not the case now. So I'm still trying to digest all that because that definitely puts a bit of pressure on the development team. You know, a lot of people have been making all these really amazing suggestions on what they could add to the game and now it's becoming very clear that what what we'll see going forward in the beta is more or less just tuning and um, some adjustments here and there but it's mainly just going to be tuning from here on out because they don't have time to make a significant change to the game but that's fine because you know Reaper Souls is going to come out and then people are going to want more content later you know they can't just give you it give you it all right now and then you know oh well you know that's it that that's all we got for nine months you know people will not be happy with that well let me ask um when you've played it so far reaper of souls i mean and this was that the fr- friend and family beta part of it didn't you feel like act four would i mean act five was pretty much done uh well i, I mean i know you didn't play all of it but from what you've heard from other people who have played through it I mean, it seems like the game, that part of it was done. Then they had a few of their other things, like adventure mode, just trying to figure out how where they wanted to place it and how they wanted it to work. But they had that mode done, and it had a lot of other little changes throughout the game, like uh, little events and things like that, where they put them in the game, and it feels like they're done. Except for tuning, which is pretty much what it feels like now. And then finding those bugs that are also existing. But most of it like the art assets, most of that stuff is set. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that they're putting it out now and saying, hey, you know, we're going to be ready in three months. Because then what they can do is say, okay, we've got the product. We've got that out there. You know, we've got the return on investment from it. Now we can also start working on the, the other changes that we want to do with the game. So all these suggestions that they may not be able to do it right now, but let's say the next patch 2.1, 2.2. Mm-hmm. They did that with the original Diablo. They got the game out. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the greatest, but they got better and better over time because they were able to focus on putting things out. Yeah, exactly. Rather than figuring, okay, you know, we gotta if we push it out another three or four months, then, you know, we might, you know, we might not make the money that we need out of it. And you know, are we? It, because they gotta still look at the fact that are they gonna get their investment back from it? 
Right. Yeah, because they're folks. You know, Blizzard is a publicly traded company, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I mean, they answer to Activision ultimately, but still. You know, they have investors. They they have to have some return on investment. Their ROI has to be decent enough, you know, to warrant some of these long, you know, these lengthy development cycles. Now, arguably, Blizzard is one of the few companies that can, can uh, you know, r- essentially write their own checks, you know, and not have to answer to their investors. But at a certain point, they still do, you know. Right. And Diablo is not in the same place as you would say, uh both World of Warcraft and StarCraft 2. Because mm-hmm. World of Warcraft has a monthly subscription. They're bringing in money every month. StarCraft it may not be bringing in money every month the same way as World of Warcraft, but it is in the sense that it's a big eSports game. Yeah, exactly. That it's, it's always bringing in revenue because people want more StarCraft stuff because they see these great tournaments going on. And Diablo hasn't gotten that, um, that kind of you know cash flow so to speak, out of it, other than when they've re- re- you know, produced a game. Sure, they've got merchandise. Sure, they've got books coming out, things of that sort, but it's not the same. It doesn't have that following other than people who are hardcore Diablo people. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't get, you know, it's not played in bars like StarCraft 2 can be. You know, Star Barcraft. I mean, and it's not, Barcraft. it doesn't have that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've heard of it and it's awesome. It's, it's so much fun. You can see what's going on. And so Diablo has to kind of it has its own model that it has to follow, which is very similar to a lot of other action role playing games where it has to, you know, they have to find a way to have the, the product itself create the cash flow, not mm-hmm. just the other ancillaries around it. Yeah. And speaking of potential monetization with the collector's edition and the digital deluxe edition i believe you get uh you get a couple of transmog helms available to you and transmog weapons so yeah i could totally see transmog becoming a potential cash flow you know through monetizing diablo 3 with that you know i mean we saw that with world of warcraft and arguably they were i wouldn't call them microtransactions because they are quite not micro at being 15 dollars each but you know, I, I could totally see the development team going, you know, modeling some armor and, you know, saying you get this entire armor set for 10 bucks or something like that. Well, may, maybe it'd be maybe 15. More than with, 10. Yeah. But, you know, I could totally see that because transmog is really cool and I really do like it. It's it's a lot of fun. Blizzard needs to make money because they other than some income that they've been getting through real money, auction house transaction fees. You know, Blizzard hasn't really, you know, with Diablo 2, they got Lord of Destruction out, you know, within a year. Now, that was a different, different development time. <laughs> you didn't have the internet as prevalent as it is now and, you know, everything. So, you know, you can't say, well, hey, you know, Blizzard, Blizzard's Diablo team, they're, they're slacking, you know, because they got Lord of Destruction out within a year. And where's Reaper of Souls, you know? And it's a very different world now in the gaming community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are demanding Endgame. I mean, what what exactly does that mean for Diablo? I mean, Endgame has always been the item hunt. Yep. And uh, at least in the Diablo 2 series, I I, I mean, the series, the Diablo 2 series, what? I, <laughs> as if Diablo now? 2 is, is its own series. Mm-hmm. Well, some people would argue that, because, but 
whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they have to make money because otherwise, you know, they, they would just say, okay, well, that's it. You know, enjoy Diablo three, and we'll see you in Diablo four. You know, it, that, that that's not what I want to see. I want to see Diablo three continued to be supported and updated and improved upon, and that's that's how they're going to go forward. So, did you just confirm Diablo four? <laughs> Thanks, Evic. Diablo 4 coming out in 2030. There you yeah. go. Now somebody tweet that take... and see how many sites pick it up as though it's fact. <laughs> yeah. It's on uh, the internet. Must be true. Must Diablo be true. 4 mm. the dark below. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, watch your back. Oh, sorry. Wrong dark below. <laughs> yeah. So let's get... Let, well, you know what? We're We're so far into the show let me let me talk about audible because you know nate kenyon storm light will be available on audible we're fairly confident about that um you can go to bit.ly slash ssp book and get a 30-day free trial which will give you an a credit which you can use on over 150,000 titles to choose from ranging from books to audio play uh audio plays yeah that makes sense uh you know to radio dramas and you know just uh pretty much anything and everything book or and or radio related you you can pretty much find it audible uh there are certain exceptions as we you know harry potter's not there so oh yeah but uh with your 30-day free trial, you will get digital versions of the Wall Street Journal and New York Times and have access to all of their member offers. Uh, you know, they, they run a lot of sales and specials and that are implicitly only for their members. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. Or you can wait until February and get Stormlight. But, yeah. Uh, let, let's... Let's get into our tweeters. And we have a decent amount this time. So, um, tweeters. Jen, why don't you take the first, uh, I don't know, five or six or something like that? Okay. So, our first tweet is from Nevik. Uh, he wrote Bounty, kill vicious gray turkey at the Brasia Chattered Soulstone. So, there you go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. When okay. I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, turkeys are in the game. And then I. I came across it and it was um I can't remember the monster type but it's the those big um guys in act 3 that will break through walls. Uh I can't remember what they're called. Oh my goodness, I'm completely blinking. So it's not really a turkey. Yeah, no. Oh not. my god. Oh Holy yeah. Cow. Thanks a lot for totally ruining my week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this ties into the follow-up tweet. The follow-up tweet from Brasia at that moment was, what dreams do come true? But now we've seen maybe not. Yep. You know? Yeah. Crush I, my dream. I, yeah. I got I got Brasia's hopes up, and then I realized, oh, wait, this guy's already been in the game and has been since launch. Oh, my goodness. I'm so fail. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been neat, though. It would have been neat if it was what we thought. Um, it'd so be the next pretty. Tweet, yeah, would, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that'd be an amazing turnaround time. You know, from no, no, BlizzCon. Awesome. We, we need to tell Wyatt Chang he needs to create his, another new favorite class, the tar- the zombie turkey. Mm-mm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or add that to his favorite class, the witch doctor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That would be good. You could. That would work too. You know. 
Send out okay, a selfie turkey after your enemies. Anyway, um, the next tweet was from me, and I kind of already said it. I tend to tweet my progress so I don't forget. So I wrote at Shatterstone, my demon hunter is now level 46 in Act 3 of Nightmare, of Nightmare, halfway to 47, and D3 runs pretty good on my new laptop, which I've already kind of said, but I tweeted it mostly to remind myself, you know, where did I leave off? It was over there. Um, the next one, how do I pronounce this name? Uh, it's Fock Hog. Hog, yes. Yeah, okay, so this person says to at Shatterstone, uh, that was me reading the thread. I meant that was not my actual voice, just an impression I sometimes do. Ah. Thought yeah. so. Yeah, because in the email he says, that's not me reading. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> who is it so then? Yeah. It? <laughs> but it was him reading it, just doing an impression. So I, was so like, I liked it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And we have another tweet from Fakbupog. He's got a quote, death is nothing, but to live defeated and inglorious is to die daily. Follows that with, that's why I play hardcore, at Shattered Stone, and then at Diablo Inc. Gamers, hashtag Diablo 3. Yeah. I I kind of wish that I had spent more time on the hardcore side, and with the new Paragon 2.0, I've pretty much abandoned hardcore. Not, not to say that I will abandon hardcore, it's just my focus isn't on that right now. But, uh, I got more fruit to kill, so I'm going to have to go back to hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brazia, why don't you take the next few up to Shano? All right. Uh, Torak1714. Hey, Torak. Says, just hopped on to Diablo PTR, and I like what I'm seeing. I can't wait to put in a few hours exploring Paragon and Loot 2.0 at Shattered Stone. Yeah, I've seen him on quite a bit. Cool. Next, at Nevik James. Hey there, Nevik. <laughs> so, yeah, having some fun with at JCMonkeyD3 and at Torex1714 on Torment 6, level 60, and play carriers have 80 million hit points. Savage Beast, 230 million. Whoa. And then, yeah, big, big googly eyes with sweat. That's, <laughs> that's what the mode is. That's what that is. means. Okay. Well, that's what that is. <laughs> or shocked eyes, I should say. Yeah. So at Torex1714 in response to Nevik, hard-headed achievement unlocked. Yeah. Yeah, you would have to be hard-headed to run Torment 6 at level 60. <laughs> JCMonkey D3 in response to Torek and Nevik. Uh, lol. Yeah, one of those start auto-attacking and come back in an hour when everything is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's only if you have a level 70 wizard tanking for you. <laughs> You'd be dead otherwise. <laughs> And then at Shano, just found the screenshot from BlizzCon 2013 virtual ticket at Diablo panel. Typo, question mark, Fame Shattered Stone. And then there's a picture of Diablo 3, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Diablo 3, love and story, Q&A. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. We were watching the uh, virtual ticket after BlizzCon, like almost right before that timing for the virtual ticket ran out because we didn't get to see all of the panels. So we watched it on the ones we hadn't seen. And uh, yeah, we were looking like, okay, what other D3 panels are there? Love and story? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This it's, is not the kind of game the... for a love story. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's all about the backstory to Wyatt Chang's love dungeon. Oh. oh. For all of his favorite classes. 
Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, uh, Torak1714, our good friend Torak, uh, then tweeted at us, at Diablo, at Shattered Stone, just had an element of sorality drop from a mob in Act 1. Cool looking. Now, um, a little, a little bit of explanation. These, these are new legendary materials that will drop from specific areas in the game or specific mobs, and they're used in crafting le- new legendaries. Um, and our friend, Mr. Monstrous, he actually is compiling a list of these materials and where they're found and where they can be found, I should say, in uh, over on the forums. And it's a pretty extensive list so far. There's actually quite a bit of new legendary materials. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so we'll include a link to that in case in case our, if you're not on the PTR and you don't know what these things are, uh, you, you might be able to, um, I guess, game plan, which I, I, I guess is not necessarily a good way of going about it because you actually do need the legendary plan to drop before you can even be able to use those things. But, you know, say so you do get a legendary plan you'll be able to refer to this list um because i'm sure it'll be continually updated and uh will probably be posted elsewhere on the net uh i'm sure other people are compiling their own lists but needless to say yeah mr monstrous is doing that and we'll include a link to it and then torak tweeted again and he said just picked up some arcane dust and look it's account bound sheesh at shattered stone (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of binding on account stuff. And then our final tweet came to us from Sally Bowles. And this was, uh, it was in response to a tweet that I put out there that uh, Blizzard announcing a release date more than two months out was very un-Blizzard-like. And then I guess Skolnick must have retweeted it. And then we came up with this tweet. And Sally Bowles says, um, at Shattered Stone, at Skolnick who, in my opinion, announcing a date just before TISO launch or, or right before oh my goodness right before the Elder Scrolls Online I should just yeah yeah, launch and right after the Elder Scrolls Online announces a date seems very Blizzard and I guess normally they do that to something that's more of a direct competitor to whatever they announce and I don't think the Elder Scrolls Online is in any shape or form a competitor to, well, I guess Lantonio would argue this, but um, I, I, I don't th- I don't think there's a lot of, uh, I, I don't think they're going after the same demographic of game gamers out there. Well, but it's still gamers, are. you know? I mean, people play a lot of stuff, you never know. I suppose. Uh, I'm sorry, but somebody for El- who wants to play Elder Scrolls Online is still going to buy it and still play it. Yeah. And people who want to play Diablo are still going to buy it and still play it. And guess what? They could buy two of them, one of each game. Yeah. Who would think that? And they don't have to pay a subscription for Diablo 3, so they'll be able to do that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's the same thing that happened with what? Guild Wars 2? A lot mm-hmm. of people bought it because they didn't have to pay a subscription, played it for a little while, went to play another game, went back and played it again. I mean, it's, it does, it works. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's true to form. They would do it. And if you're competing for a, a space in the gaming community of course you're going to do something like that if you can yep so that moves us to our question of the week which thankfully i kind of held off on putting this out there until after the announcement of the release date (laughs) 
And the question of this show was, uh, what Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls SKU will you be picking up on March 25th? The standard, digital, deluxe, or collector's edition? And uh, Torax1714 responded with collector's edition. JH being, um, I guess, strapped for time, she just responded with CE. And then uh, Medros responded, you know, Papa Kangaroo, Medipop himself, says, I, hmm, mouse pad, art book, and a DVD. That's the special CE stuff? Hmm. So I guess the jury's still out for Medros. And then I responded because I, even though I put the tweet out there, I figured I'd just respond, you know, just for fun, funsies. Of course. I said, collectors, of course, there is no other correct way to buy it. Indeed. And then, uh, Jen, why don't you finish out the rest of them? Okay, so Fimless said Digital Deluxe. He's going to go with that one. JC Monkey D3 said, I'm going to get the Digital Deluxe because I already have a mouse pad. <laughs> Reasonable, <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, let's see. Sass Stewart 111, I think. Yep. Uh, says, Physical Collector's Edition. Give me all the boxes. In all caps. Uh, Smoke of Us says, wow, says CE hashtag D3ROS. That one was mm-hmm. hard to read. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, let's see. Then we have a tweet from the underscore elude who says, depends on how much I make in the real money auction house between now and then. I hope to get the CE. And Eric for the win says, collector's edition. Now I just need more closet space. And I think that uh, gets us through the question of the week tweets. Yep, it certainly does. I haven't decided yet which one I'm going to go with. I just, I don't know. I'm still going, oh my God, the beta. So I I don't know. There was one (laughs) very, very little um, interesting uh, bullet point uh, for the collector's edition. And I think it's also... um, extends to the digital deluxe is that you get an additional three character slots which uh sold yeah droth vader Vader, um who's on reddit and on twitter and he makes a he's also a form mvp and makes a lot of really lengthy uh very detailed suggestion and or feedback posts on the forums he he pretty much went on a I wouldn't say a crusade but you know he made it he made it a goal to find out whether that meant that it was an additional three or like essentially to find out exactly what that means and what that does mean is with Reaper of Souls if you just buy the standard you'll get 12 character slots so you're getting a two additional Mm -hmm. if you get the digital deluxe or the collectors you get an additional three on top of the 12 so that means you'll have 15 whoa nice that's so, nice, well, yeah. I know for me, I didn't actually have to purchase the game in any way because we got it with um, that year subscription for uh, for World of Warcraft, wow, right? Way back, yeah, then. yeah. Mm-hmm. way yeah, back. It was a while so ago, got, you know, mm-hmm. free Diablo. So I figure at least now I've got that extra money to spend on the game. I'm gonna buy the collector's edition because I really want it. It seems like it'll just be a lot of a lot of good extras they have to it. So mm-hmm. the art book alone is worth um, it. The art book yeah. is going to be awesome, I think. Yeah, but I, I heard somewhere, and I'm not 100% sure this is right, but um, that the soundtrack was going to come with the collector's edition, maybe? Somebody's yeah, Somebody's going to have to confirm that, but I thought I heard that. Yeah? Yeah, I, cool. don't, I don't remember if it was actually listed on that 
on that announcement. No, but, I think I saw uh, a tweet or something from, I want to say from Diablo, but I may be wrong about this. Yeah, I do believe that there was a confirmation that the soundtrack will also be included, which is good because... That's pretty cool. Yeah, because that, that's been a staple of their... Oh, yeah, it doesn't... It actually doesn't state as a bullet point that uh, you get the soundtrack. So I guess they'll maybe eventually update this. Maybe. See, I thought I thought I saw it as a tweet from Diablo. Oh, Diablo. I know why. I know why. Because this is just detailing what you get with a digital deluxe. With oh. a collector's, which is different. Well, no, it does. It, no, it does state the collector. Oh, I don't know. All right, so... Yet to be determined, then. I guess. Yeah. Let, let let me see. Let me see which community manager posted this. Oh, just posted by it's a PR release, so it's just by Blizzard Entertainment. All right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Either Lyra <laughs> or Nevalistus or Grimaku needs to update this just just for clarity's sake. But anyways, yes. So let's move into our emails. If you would like to send us an email, and I certainly hope you do, uh, you can do so by sending it to show at shredderedsoulstone.com. Um, that it could, you know, just be whatever, whatever you feel like, t- you know, saying. So our first email came to us from Relan Dune. And Brazia, why don't you tackle this one? You betcha. Relan Dune. Miss you, man. Greetings, stoners. Due to my psychic mind meld with Nevek, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to ascertain that during episode 53, he was about to say that he needs to remind me to send him the photos of he and Malthiel, Malthiel, sorry, at BlizzCon before he was interrupted. I uploaded the entire album of my BlizzCon fo- photos to my G Plus page. And which includes several shots of the Shattered Soulstone crew, including P Dog, lots of D3 panel photos, and even cosplayer Magda. Feel free to peruse at your leisure and even call out uh, the link to the show listeners as well so they can see the album. Oh, no, they're going to see our scary, my scary mug. <laughs> Cheers! Your old buddy, Rail. P.S. Easiest way to navigate to my G Plus page is Vincent. Minucci.com. Minucci, yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm sure he will uh, get on me about the pronunciation of his last name. Why? Did I really wreck that one too? No, no, me. I mean, it's Italian. It's not French. I did. How can I wreck that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't here for the uh, tweet from uh, from our good friend Master Doe last week. Oh, I episode. heard try it last week. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Perfect timing, too, by Master Doe to send it on the week that I wasn't here. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. It goes, I have it redirected there. <clears throat> so uh, I think we'll have that link in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And then PPS, post postscript. It was fantastic hanging out with all of you at BlizzCon, except, of course, for sleeping in the same room as the Angel of Death, a.k.a. Antonio. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was, was I was really worried for time. that poor guy was so sick. Mm-hmm. He Sorry, was, Lance. Yeah, yeah, we all got sick. Thanks, Lantonio. Yep. And he's oh, not even here to defend himself right now. That's true. Lantonio has some pictures. I still need to get. I still need to get from him, especially the one of uh, P Dog and I with um, Brian Halenka and Ghostcrawler. 
Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's like cool. a that's like a special photo now that you hide, you know. Yeah, yeah. Can't get that one again. Nope. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, with ghost ghost crawler having left Blizzard, yep. Mm-hmm. Be difficult to do that in the future. I'm. I mean, I'm sure we'll still see him. Uh, he'll probably show up at BlizzCon, although he will be a show goer at that point. Oh, I'm sure. He'll be somewhere like, in the crowd of all the people, maybe, you know? It'll yeah. be like, where's Waldo? Where's Ghostcrawler? Hmm. Yeah, or where's the robot? So, um, oh, no. I I will tackle the next email, and it's from Pog, And he says, haven't gotten past level 50, but I play hardcore. Thanks to you guys. Really? Thanks to us? Awesome. I've been playing on the PTR, but I don't have a Reaper of Souls beta key. No big deal. I try to play too... I try not to play too much. That makes more sense. Because it feels like I'm in Flowers for Algernon. Wow. (laughs) I really butchered that. When I play pre-loot 2.0 afterwards. Question though. Will Nightmare Hell Inferno achievements be labeled as feats of strength? They aren't showing up at all on the beta. So I guess getting to those now would be solely for the experience. Signed, Fuck Boopog. Mm, that's I, actually a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it could just be an oversight that we may see uh, get rectified in a future patch. Or it may not. I don't know. It could. Um, I know, like, when I got in... Better now, Am I better? You can hear me? I'm not, yeah. you know, a Dalek anymore. That's Jen, good. you're awesome. Yay, I'm awesome. Always need to hear that. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, started the Reaper of Souls beta, the first thing that happened was it popped up all the feats of strength that I'd earned previously. So I had the one for going to BlizzCon, the one for getting into the original beta, and all those ones that came from the banners, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but nothing came up for, you know, Nightmare Hell Inferno, like specifically right. as a feat of strength. But the rest of the feats of strength did. So I'm not seeing it as of yet, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm. I would like to see them turned into feats of strength, just because you know, um, you know, it's a it's a legacy thing. Um, that if if you remove those, it, it would feel. Uh, I don't know. And actually, if they did include feats of strength, I guess I need to dust off my hardcore characters and get through Inferno <laughs> on a hardcore character, so that I could. If they do turn that into a feat of strength, that way I have it on the hardcore side as well. But uh, yeah, we'll have to find out. I we we do not have an answer for you right now, Fuck Pog. Man, that's wait. May, may, maybe yeah. we should just call him FBP. Oh. FBP. Hmm. So I think um, one of two things could happen with that is one, they kind of make it roll it into the new ability and new levels or the equivalent of it, or they make it the feat of strength. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but because. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, there's there's no semblance of those being anywhere present in the Reaper of Souls, other than uh, I haven't I haven't really leveled a character up, so I don't know what the thresholds when uh, elite and champions start getting two affixes and when they start getting three affixes. I can say that they definitely do have four when you hit level sixty. So, um, but I haven't really tested to see. At level 60 if you drop it down to you know normal difficulty if that affects it yeah that that's actually something interesting that i should test out so thank you that that gave me some that gave me a mission yay 
<laughs> Something more for yeah, you to do in game. Yeah, he does what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our next email came to us from a new writer into the show. And Jen, why don't you tackle the email from Sazi? Sazi. Okay. So this is from Sazi, who says, hey, guys, love the show. Aw, that's always nice to hear, too. Uh, he goes on to say, just wanted to add my two quarters in, on, instead of two cents, <laughs> my two quarters in on the topic of bind unequip items. I, for one, think they should make everything BOA. Imagine them making a system that would allow you to trade any item one time, but only to someone on your friends list. And that person has to be your, quote, friend at the time of the drop. And the system also enables you to trade to a person in the game you're in, regardless of friends list status or not. I think this system would help people who want to trade with friends, and it would eliminate a lot of headache of third-party sites. The only uh, converse of this system is people would then just load up their friends list with everyone and anyone just to get a player base to trade with. Let me know your thoughts and opinions on this about this system. Thanks from Sazi. I like the idea conceptually it's it's a great idea i really really like the feel of it the only thing is i think the logistical programming backend side of it may be a little too difficult and create tons of bugs with it trying to implement it that that's the only downside i could see but otherwise yeah two thumbs up for me Ooh, yeah so yeah, our it's, next it's email interesting I don't know. Did I say bind on equip or did I say bind on account? You you said bind on equip on the first one, but then you corrected ah, and okay. said Yeah, dyslexia is fun. All right. So, yeah, that's my mistake, not his, just so you know. Yeah. It would be kind of like a, almost like a Sibco's, um, he, he did a, a YouTube video about trading and how, how Diablo, you know, kind of has been about trading. And he feels that they should go forward with like a bind on trade kind of style system where once an item's traded, then it's bound to that person forever. Of course, it, you know, doesn't. Ah, it's such a mess. There's no way to really implement a good trading system without also opening it up to the point where third party sites would then start, you know, they, right. they'd be able to flourish. So it's yeah, it's like really difficult. No, no real good answers. The, the only one thing that they could do is tune the drop rates so that you don't feel like you need to trade to get the items that you need. That's kind of that kind of weird. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, we still have three months of tuning, so we'll we'll see how it goes. And arguably, I mean, we, we know the drop rates are low right now, so we'll see. But our next email came to us from Torak, and there's also an audio portion with it. So, Brazia, why don't you read the part leading up to the audio? Sounds good. This email from Torak. Yo, dude. What's up, man? Hey, soul stoner. Oh, stoner, <laughs> man. Yeah, I even messed that up. Huh? What do you mean it's not that kind? Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me. I was like, I just had to watch the, the Christmas video. It's not even a video. It was just listen to the, uh, the so-called Christmas song from Cheech and Chong. Santa Claus and his old lady. Oh. I love that. I love that bit. I, that I better make note of that because I'm going to have to include that in the show notes. Eat the Santa Claus. The man with the hairy knees. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, anyways. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Okay. So, moving on with Torex email. Greetings, Sal. 
salivation. My fellow droolers are the reaped souls. <laughs> so it was <laughs> intentional. He's going to keep submitting from now on because he's like, he I don't want that guy to screw up my emails all the time. I need to submit it myself. So lesson to all of you. Now, if Nevik got through all of that without a mistake... <laughs> well, Nevik did. <laughs> oh my god, that was great! <laughs> wow, see, that's why I don't read it beforehand, right? It's that obvious. Yeah. We can move on to the real email, unless, of course, somebody else read this email, in which case I'd say, Frazier, don't hex me, bro. See what I did there? <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, Jen, bless you, here's a tissue. In <laughs> <laughs> Antonio. Man, what's he going to do? Wait, is that a hammer spinning at me? <laughs> <laughs> and so right after this is where Torak voicemail kicks in. Greetings and salivations, my fellow droolers of the Reap Souls. So we have an announced release date of March 25th, 2014 for Reaper of Souls. With this comes excitement and some questions. The first question I have is regarding the supposed collector's edition of the expansion. While I have seen details of it on various online retail websites, I have not seen anything official from Blizzard. Their website seems to only mention the standard game and a deluxe digital version. I am fervently hoping there will be a collector's edition, as I for one really enjoyed the Blizzard artwork, the soundtrack, and the making of DVD that was bundled with the original collector's edition. A few other points about this expansion I would like to bring up are Paragon 2.0 and the follower AI. I've been messing around with, that is dying a bunch in, the public test realm and have noticed a few things I think should be mentioned. Point 1. We are only receiving one Paragon point per Paragon level. While this is fine for the first, oh, 15 to 20 Paragon levels, the player base quickly reaches a point of diminishing returns and I, for one, lose my desire to spend hours upon hours grinding out my next level to only receive one point. Subparagraph A. The point we receive is not one which the player can choose which of the four categories it is allocated to. The symptom simply assigns the point to the first category, the second point to the second category, and so on. Subparagraph B. The four categories to which the points are applied, core, offense, defense, and utility, seem to have some items which overlap. For example, under core, you may spend points on vitality, which yields plus five vitality per point, while under the defense category, you may spend points on life, which yields plus 0.5% life per point. Hmm, do I choose life or vitality? Life or vitality. Oh, I know. Maybe I'll choose the percent option, since if you do a little bit of math, it works in your favor. Subpoint one. Under this utility category, it looks like we will not be getting an increased pickup radius. Shame, really, as it would have been quite nice. Uh, sub sub paragraph A. If you happen to be reading this email and haven't figured out that I'm messing with you, a la Monty Python style, with this inanely stylized email, then you surely are not a hoopy frood who knows where his towel is. Moving on. Point two. 
the appearance of so many new crafting materials is encouraging for some of the veteran gamers. However, for the casual gamers, it unnecessarily overcomplicates an itemization system which seems to suffer from so many superfluously seeming small amounts of such sheer silliness that she surely sells seashells by the seashore while eating a Snickers. Nancy. Okay, okay, having made you suffer through all of that, I'll get to my last point. Point three. I do enjoy the new option in the menu for blacksmithing where you can now select highest usable instead of simply can equip or all. Ooh. It really does help to filter out things for the 60s and 70s. Bravo, Blizzard. Bravo. Now, to just find more of these new recipes we keep hearing about. The ones I've found so far, they're nice, but not really nice. As I'm sure you have quite the show to get back to and are probably already getting ready to set this email on fire, and preparing to bury it in soft peat for three months before recycling it as fire lighters, I'll spare you my thoughts on the follower AI system and save that for a future email. I'll see you all in Sanctuary soon. Torak. So, wow, I'm really, really thankful that Torak sent in that voicemail because um, I don't think I would have made it through it. And, uh, well, I wouldn't have had to because Brasia would have been stuck with it but I'm sure Brasia is very appreciative that he didn't have to read through all of this because my goodness there's a lot uh <laughs> <laughs> I've been crit by a wall of text but uh I, I do agree with Torak's opinion on the par Paragon level points and how once uh you know I've run into this problem myself on the beta um once you get up you know <laughs> especially once you're you start off at 132 paragon level you're like oh boy wow i'm barely seeing this bar move <laughs> especially with the decreased xp that we're earning currently because our killing speed is so much lower than it is presently on live and yeah it 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 kind of like almost demotivates you from keep up you know keep on going because each point and how little of a of an effect each little point has you know it it just it i don't know it, it doesn't feel rewarding enough but then again you can't make it too rewarding because the those you know the first 30 levels are really fast i mean my i i feel like i barely put any time into my secondary wizard and she's already paragon 31 you know you, you can't make those points so much of a game changer that that they still quote unquote hold their value once you start getting up into the hundreds you know it, it's a fine balance to walk and i i don't know uh the changes that they did make are definitely a lot better i mean uh with the core stat the core category um having just your core stat and vitality and then uh let's see the other two was movement speed and um your resource like it gives you increased resources that feels good to me i don't know about movement speed because we're not sure if the 25% cap is going to be removed, but uh, that's still present in the beta, and I tested this out. Um, you still can't get over 25% movement speed, so um, it kind of feels a little weird to have movement speed in there because it's an uncapped stat. So I don't know. I guess maybe they did that so that for the Crusaders out there, because you know they can over, they can compensate for uh, wielding a shield and a two-hander. Uh, they just have to get 35% movement speed to compensate 
So I don't know. Maybe that's why. But, uh... Oh, oh boy, Torak. We're not going to cover every single one of your points, but needless to say, yes, you, you have some really good feedback there, and I really hope that you posted this to the forums because um, you really should. I mean, I I know community managers and a few devs listen to our show, but um, it's definitely good to get this also out on a forum or an email. You know, send it to... Uh, I'm trying to think of what the email address is. It's like rosfeedback at blizzard.com or something like that. And so I would definitely say put that in there. Frazier, mm-hmm. did you did you see anything in any of his points that you that you latched on to? Well, I mean, part of it's like I'm looking at a subparagraph B. <laughs> I love this. Um, the four categories and how that some of those items seem to overlap. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at it. And of course, I think part of it is that they want you to do the to make you think about it. But it seems like, you know, if the math works for your in your favor just slightly then you're going to pick that one over the other one mm-hmm. and help your you know your end game survival a bit more uh, like because he's talking about like you make you spend more points in vitality which you give five plus vitality per point or um, defense which you can use 0.5% life per point mm-hmm. um, you know so you know it's, just, it's like this might be one that's clearly better than the other and then it would get stuck into that same format as what was happening when um, World of Warcraft when you had the the 31 point talent system where you, there was only one way to do it because that was the one that's going to give you the most survivability and damage when you do raids and PvP mm-hmm. while here you know you're looking at it then you're going to see okay well for the first 15 levels I want to have you know everything put into you know strength and because I'm going to be playing my barbarian more often or whatever it might be and then I'll the next 15 level have to be in um, resistance so that I can live longer, you know, like resist more damage. And that's going to be exactly how it is. And you're going to have people that are going to have these spreadsheets of just, if you're going to play your Barbarian, you, you do this setup. If you're going to play your Witch Doctor, you do this setup. I think, I don't think they won't, we want to get caught into that though. I think we want to have that kind of flexibility. Yeah. And, the point. and, and the only way to do that is if they're client, if they're, the abilities mathematically are close. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if, the math clearly shows one option is better than the other. You don't, it's not, it's not really a choice. You know, it's an illusion of choice, but it isn't choice. I mean, you could choose to play, you know, worse than you actually could, but, you know, is that a good choice? Not really. And I, I think, I, I mean, we, we could go into all the changes that they've made to the Paragon system so far, I, but I have a feeling that it's going to change again. So I kind of don't want to, you know, you know, not talk out our butts, but, you know, talk about something that isn't necessarily going to make it to live or is going to be slightly different. I mean, obviously, we have talked about a few things that have clearly changed because um, previously Paragon 2.0 really felt lackluster. I mean, absolutely was like, oh, <laughs> and it's better now. And I think there's still a couple more things that they can tune to balance it a little bit more so that uh, things feel a little more like a choice because I think uh, there's a couple of options where um, some of the stats uh, you can get 10 critical hit chance but at the same time you can only get 10 attack speed you know um, it's or 10% attack speed you know clearly critical hit chance is still very valuable in Reaper of Souls not, not clearly as much as it once was but still is one of the 
one of the biggest changers to your um, your overall DPS, in my opinion. I mean, more so than attack speed. I mean, there are builds that you can do that focus heavily on attack speed and not necessarily crit. But then again, if you add in some crit to your attack speed, you know, it kind of, you know, expounds on itself. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see. Needless to say, we'll go over it closer to launch of these systems going live. So Oh, absolutely. And Jen, did you see anything in there that you latched onto? Um, this is a lot of like math-related stuff, so it, it's pretty much <laughs> flowing past me. Um, I have difficulty just comprehending numbers; like I can't even balance a checkbook. So I don't know, guys. <laughs> with this kind of stuff, I'm just <laughs> gonna go with whatever you're saying. Um, and when I play, I guess this thing with the spreadsheets and which one is the math gonna be better for and all that—it's it's not something I can easily comprehend. I'd have to really struggle to even grasp what all that is really telling you in a way that's going to make sense for me. So I pretty much play this game pretty much oblivious to that, and I go with whichever stats are fun. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's what I do. But I know that's not what most people do. Well, I mean, in in your case, I mean, you play the game not as a power gamer. You play the game to enjoy it. Right. So mm-hmm. as long as you're enjoying what you're doing, that's that's all that matters. So, and I, I know that there are listeners of ours that, you know, fall into that same category. They just play it because it's fun. You know, they, they're not looking to min max, you know, they, they don't need to because they're not, they're not trying to run that cutting edge or the most challenging and difficult content in there. So as long as they're having fun, then, you know, Blizzard's done their job and that's, that's all there really is there to say about it. But there is one other thing I wanted to latch onto, Torax. I, and I know this probably didn't come through in the audio unless he implicitly stated sub sub paragraph A. Um, if you're reading this and haven't figured out I'm messing with you a la Monty Python style with this inanely stylized email, then surely you are not a hoopy frood who knows where his towel is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one in a while. <laughs> nice. Torak, you are funny. But that concludes our emails. And oh my goodness, I'm so glad Torex sent in an audio submission. I really love getting audio submissions. Uh, it helps us save our voices, you know, because clearly, you know, we, we have our voices are like gold. So. Uh, yeah, gold <laughs> standard. Well, maybe in my case, my voice is more bronze and Bridge is more gold. But, you know, that's yeah, neither here nor there. There you go. There you go. Mm hmm. And That's what everybody Antonio's listens copper. for. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. I'm sorry, Lantonio. You're not even here to. He's not even here to, to fight with you this time. You know. I know. I know. We miss Stop you, Lantonio. But um, we we do have uh, did did I did I actually mention the email address again? I don't think I actually got to that. So yeah, please send in your thoughts, anything you want to, you know, including audio submissions, especially like official forum thread masterpiece theater submissions, um, which I guess we'll run that right now. Or wait, not right now. After I give the email address, show at com. Yes. When, when makes- is now, now? When is now? Now is now. Right now. later now. Yeah. And now. Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast presents Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater Title Pendant Greetings folks, it's Nebic here with another Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater With all the chatter about Bind on Account, I figured it'd only be appropriate to find a thread dealing with this topic 
So here we go. This thread is titled Streamers in Binance Account by user Partar. We, my friend and I, find it extremely important to raise awareness about how strong vices in the Diablo 3 community can influence Reaper of Souls in a terrible way. It came to our attention while watching various streamers on Twitch. We noticed the strong opinions some streamers have about the bind on account aspect in the expansion pack. These negative opinions say that items being bind on account will spoil the gaming experience, and that trading is an important element to the endgame concept. Our interpretation is that the desire for trading is purely for selfish benefits for streamers who get carried by their fans by getting free in-game goods. We notice that when the streamer has spoken, the fans seem to eat from the palm of their hands. If these fans don't have a strong opinion on this subject beforehand, they'll just join the hell ride on voting for crucial changes to Reaper of Souls. It's unbelievable how one man can influence the opinion of thousands of people. And sadly, this leads to a ton of misleading and poor beta feedback, which is a superficial evaluation of Diablo 3. We have to remember that streamers have a completely different role in playing D3 than the average player, and therefore have a different set of values. Often, streamers have plenty of benefits through their fans than an average player has, which is why the game shouldn't be modified in their favor. Earlier, players were complaining endlessly about how Auction House ruined the game, and the game being based on a pay-to-win concept. This was forcing people to use the Auction House to increase the strength of their characters, and meaning that this was game-breaking. At last, Blizzard listened to the gaming community by removing Auction House and implementing a strict bind-on-account concept. Once again, people are dissatisfied, claiming that trading is a key element in fun and endgame. We have played several games with trading involved, feeling obligated to trade. Trading becomes a requirement instead of something joyful, and later is a burden. Where is the joy in finding the awesome and epic loot all on your own? The irony is people hating the pay-to-win concept in the game, and suddenly, after the streamer has spoken, People want to have pay to win all over again in the form of trading instead of auction house or real money auction house. If buying on account is removed, people may feel the urge after some period of time to purchase gear and gold on third party websites. And there we have it. Pay to win all over again. Changing the core of the game as Blizzard is committed to doing is developing a play to win base of the game, not pay to win. Our conclusion is that buying an account makes the game system fair, fair because one must invest time in playing the game for epic loot, not about having the most OP credit card for gear upgrades. The game should be about going out there, having fun with friends, smashing monsters, and finding awesome and epic loot. Not lingering in town, feeling forced to rate for good trades. Oh man, and there you have it folks, in my voice is nearly shot after trying to hold that <laughs> oh boy oh i need some water so yes folks if you want to help out please please record or send in your own thread submissions to show at shatteredsoulstone.com thank you okay so with 
that out of the way, um, our good friend Torek also sent us a kind of a video intro to official form thread masterpiece theater. So I'm going to toss that up on the show so that you can see what he did in iMovie. And um, I guess Apple's is worth something because, you know, you get iMovie pretty much standard with most Macs. So yay for Mm -hmm. Macintosh. I know. iMovie is fun to play with. It really is. I still hate Apple, but, you know, that's... Whatever. I'll balance you out. We're all good. Yeah. Yeah. But um, our, our good friends over at Blizzard put together a holiday gift guide. If you're looking for something to get, you know, that that loot deviant like we are and this um vayflare put together a guide for you to for some ideas you know uh there there are those funko pop um like they have diablo interior um obviously you can buy the console version which is the afro pair is the reason why diablo 3 chocolate doesn't quite 100 percent work but it's still chocolate people all right um, Chocolate's good. There is an amazing, <laughs> there's an amazing statue of Diablo, Femme Diablo, that is, that you can buy. Uh, you know, that that is if you have the disposable income to spend on somebody, because I'm pretty sure that thing costs a lot. Oh, yeah, not, me. not to mention the replica of Eldrin. That's probably a pretty penny right there as well. But, uh, you know, there, there's there's also, you know, T-shirts, which... Um, my good friend Rilan Dune, he bought me a t-shirt from Jinx and it's amazing looking, but Jinx screwed up and sent me the wrong size. Oh and, no. Uh, yeah, they sent me a large, even though the invoice says not large. Not <laughs> <It's>, large. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm a 2XL kind of guy. So yeah, they sent me a large. So I, I, I already mentioned this on Heroically Random, but uh, I was like, oh, I wonder if Rill's just trolling me here. And I was like, oh, well, I guess my daughter can wear it. And then my wife's like, no, she will not be wearing that. I was like, what? what? No, she will not be wearing that. What's like, on the t-shirt? <laughs> Malfeel, you know, in Diablo okay, 3. She, yeah. my, my my daughter could not wear that in front of um, my grandma. Oh. Or my grandma, her grandma. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. How? My, okay. my mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh-huh. My mother-in-law is a very devout Jehovah Witness. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Diablo. Yeah, you're just going to have your daughter end up in a fight, maybe indirectly. Yeah, I would avoid that under yep. the circumstances then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I could totally see um, like my, my daughter wearing that and then coming home in a different shirt or something else. And then and a lovely finding out that, email from her going, What did you? Well, that, that is if she knew how to email, but that's oh, neither here nor wow. there. Okay. That saves you some problems <laughs> oh. then. <laughs> But I would certainly hear about it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, That's yeah. just no fun for your kid then just now. And no fun for you. But you're an adult. You can make your own choices. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But other other choices, um, you could always get the Book of Cain and the Book of Tyrael. And uh, you could, I guess you could do an IOU or pre-purchase the Storm of Light for them yeah. as well. That's mm-hmm. another option. And I think that was about it. I mean, there's not, there's not too much... Uh, Diablo merchandise out there, but are there still you know. T-shirts available from that contest thing? Mm-hmm. Or are those those are still there too. So that's something else too. Yeah, so there's plenty out there to get the loot deviant. The other few things, uh, actually, you know, what? I don't really have a whole lot else um, 
it's been kind of light on the community front. I mean, there's a lot of feedback. So if you're curious as to what's going on in the PTR and the Reaper of Souls beta, just head over to the forums. You'll and uh, be ready to, um, you know, wear your knee high boots and stuff like that because you're going to have to wade through <laughs> some stuff. Oh, yeah. That's All a good descriptor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tread lightly <laughs> and be prepared. <laughs> But there there are some good discussions happening on the forum. So I, I, w- I wouldn't say that it's not worth your time to go check it out. And, you know, add your own feedback. And then, you know, add your feedback to us as well. Because, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say we have a direct ear, but we indirectly have a direct ear <laughs> to the developers. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what? <laughs> well, redirect yeah. is indirect to the direct yeah by Nevek just a moment ago right yeah so sure there we go but uh Brezia, do you have anything else you wanted wanted to add I just wanted to say thank you to dread and beta for uh filling in and for taking covering for both a of good us. spot exactly yeah they did a great nice. job last week yeah I yeah it was it was fun having them on and I I did miss having you two on the show oh man it, it would have been it would have been a fun six way that we would have had otherwise. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd have been entertaining. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I Jen, guess um, the only other thing I'd want to add is that something really kind of funny happened with the beta. Um, there was someone in general chat asking the crowd, "Hey." Has it been confirmed that like after the beta ends, that like you know Blizzard's gonna wipe this? Everybody kind of <laughs> went early i bet that person was just trolling yeah he didn't get a whole lot of response other than um are you sure about that and you know and i a lot of people said yeah of course it's a beta you know that kind of thing and um you know i wrote in well they definitely wiped the original beta so there you go you know um and then the guy's like well where's your confirmation on this and I think everyone started ignoring him from that point on but like whatever dude but it was just yeah it was kind that, of funny at the moment like oh yeah, yeah but he didn't get say? he got nothing it was funny you were saying oh, I'm sorry so all I gotta say is happy troll days yeah <laughs> but like he got mostly ignored you know <laughs> People kind of went, yep, that's how it goes, and just let him roll. And he just, he kept trying and got nothing, got no response. And I'm like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. That's all I have to add. Yeah. The last thing that I have to add is kind of pulling a Johnson. Um, If you're a listener of The Instance, you'll kind of know what that means. But um, look forward to uh, a contest happening in the new year. That's pretty much all I'm going to. What? Yep. Too special. Oh, you're going to leave us hanging? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey. Yeah. I, if Happy Peter Jack- holidays to you too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Peter Jackson can do it with the desolation of Smog, then, uh, you know, I can do it too with my own show. Oh, no kidding, right? I know. What have I done? All right. So let, let me close out the show. <laughs> You have been listening to episode 55 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in game, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soulstoners Battle Tax page. 
There you'll find our battle text as well as those of many other listeners of the show. And I just realized, come Reaper of Souls, I will need to make some slight alterations to this copy because uh, we'll have these Shattered Soulstone community alive and kicking. You know, it's more or less kind of there on the PTR. I think people are just joining the community just to join in community. But um, yeah, we'll also have a clan. So that'll be exciting. Hey, clan. This show is powered by you, the listeners. So send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter, so come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer, who unfortunately is snowed in, maybe, um, is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medipop of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. And I did that just on purpose to see if he listens to the show. <laughs> you can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time from all of us here at the Shattered Still Zone, I better go take out a life insurance policy just based on that Medipop co- comment. Happy Troller Days, everybody. Oh, are they going to wipe this podcast after we're done? They could possibly do that. I don't think there's actual confirmation, but I think I heard some of the developers talking about it. So Yeah, but I don't know. Did they wipe the last one? Because that might give you a clue. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's go with a historical answer on that. Sure. Why not? <laughs> This episode's song of the show is yet another remix from the Diablo 2 universe. Everybody seems to love remixing the Tristram theme. And let's be honest, it's a great theme. It's extremely iconic. And those chords, oh man, those chords. Well, anyways, I digress. I bring to you yet another remix of the Tristram theme. This time with a metal guitar theme to it by heavy metal guitarist Charlie Para Del Riego, and it is just simply titled Tristram Theme, a 2013 metal guitar remix. You can find more by Charlie over at charlieparadelriego.bandcamp.com, as well on Facebook and YouTube. Now, without further ado, here is Tristram, a 2013 metal guitar remix.
<laughs> All right, in five, four, three. Turkey tits. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on that one. <laughs> I think that's going to be the show title. Bitches get stitches. <laughs> that's awesome. Bitches get stitches. Is that what you heard him say that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we could hear it. <laughs> Go ahead. Come over here. You have to say it louder now so that I can actually hear it. Because my head. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Liches get stitches. Ah, uh, your kids are the greatest. This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.